Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Boy Terry Rozier, you're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys Joe Sway, Joel, and Sean. All right, Causeway Street Podcast. Welcome back, fellas. Joseph Pavone here, Joel Pavone, Sean Dutra. Happy we got one New Year of an episode because we got so much to talk about. It's been a while, first of all. First and foremost, it's been a while, but also. The Celtics came back from dropping three on the road against the Toronto Raptors, which was probably, at least in my opinion, their best win of the season. Not only was it against the Toronto Raptors, but you saw a guy step up, so of course we have to talk about that. Kyrie Irving, Gordon Hayward, Al Horford, the three guys, just to name a few. The veterans actually showed up. The veterans showed up. The three max guys showed up. But the talk around town is, of course, what Kyrie Irving had to say in the locker room following Oh, boy. That's right. Also, Sean will make his return with looking ahead. So we'll get into that and we'll wrap up the show the way we wrap up every single episode here at the Causeway Street podcast with Joel's in case you missed it. But first things first, let's get into what Kyrie Irving had to say about his conversation with LeBron James directly after the Celtics top the Toronto Raptors Wednesday night at TD Garden. Why Kyrie? Why? Mm-hmm. Sean's not feeling it. No shocker. Not feeling it. Joel, how you feeling about it? Uh, Sean, so we're starting? I mean, we might as well, no? I mean, it's one thing for him to actually make the phone call. Great. You can do all that shit off the clock, whatever. But to actually talk about it, because you know LeBron would never do some shit like that, right? Just That's just one thing. And number two, the narrative now around, like, the basketball world is not that, oh, it was a great win over, you know, the league-leading Toronto Raptors, it's now, oh, is Kyrie realizing that, you know, he messed up by leaving Cleveland, that he had it so good in Cleveland, instead of, no, he wanted to actually get out of LeBron James' shadow and be a leader on his own. I think that uh, 
Kyrie could probably find somebody else to fucking emulize. You know what I mean? LeBron isn't the leader you want to be like. So if he's like calling me like, hey man, I see what you're talking about. Well, not, not I mean, I don't think he's trying to be like LeBron, but I think he's just, he's, he is. No, I, 1000% he is. I'm not, I'm not looking at it like this, but another thing that might be looked at after him saying these, these comments, playing with LeBron, I didn't realize that I was this kid that I thought I knew it all. You're kind of giving a dig to your teammates mm. who don't play like that, who don't act like that. Maybe you did when you were, you know, 22, 23, whatever, yeah, in your yeah. early days in, in Cleveland, but Jason Tatum's not acting like that. Nope. Not even Jalen Brown's acting like that. Jalen Brown is. No, not really. Yeah. No. You think Jalen Brown's no. like, no, stats I, I, like an all-star? I, no, I, I, th- like, yes, like, I, I think a lot of this frustration with Kyrie. Those, those Cleveland teams, they even made the playoffs while Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown led the Celtics to the Game 7 Eastern Conference Finals. So. I, I hear you, but I think a lot of the frustration is with Jalen Brown. I don't see anyone getting in Tatum's face. I don't see anyone doing that. I think Jalen Brown and pretty much is supposed to be a big part of the team, and he's not showing up. I'm not going to get on that bandwagon today. I want to say <laughs> something tells me you will, though. Eventually. No, I, I just Later think that, I just think that we'll take, a, we'll take a loop around at some point. Fast forward about 40 minutes in this episode, I'll probably be talking about the same point I just made. <laughs> but what what I want to say is that at the beginning of the year, what was the one thing that I asked to see out of Kyrie? Stay healthy. Yeah, well, be a leader. True. That's true. <laughs> be a leader. Very true. Right. Show that you're a leader. Yeah. Show that you're a leader. He's so that you're actually showing that he's a leader. Like, just because you hit big threes doesn't mean you're going to lead this team into a championship run. My problem with Kyrie Irving right now is you can't say that when you lose, you're just going to be a diva, ball hog, prima donna, LeBron, blaming everybody. And when you win a big game... That granted, you played your ass off, and he played great, and he was the best player on the floor by far. Everything's good, and hey, ah, uh, yeah, I'm I'm still better than all these other guys. Like he hasn't shown like whatever leadership he's trying to prove right now, because he's trying to prove something. It's not working to me, in my opinion. This Celtics team, obviously struggling. Obviously, I'm glad we're recording after the Raptors game because <laughs> I'm at like a six right now. I was at like this a would have been 14 a completely different episode before that Raptors that. game. True. But at the same time, I don't think the Raptors game fixes everything. Well, I think there's no, still I a agree, ton I of problems. Well, hold on, hold on. A couple, right. couple things. Here. So this is my thing with Kyrie. One, I agree with the notion that he's still trying to figure it out. And he's admitting to that, which is something that LeBron wouldn't necessarily do. So let's start there, right? Because I don't want people to start with this narrative that, oh, he's trying to lead the way LeBron did. Or, oh, he can't lead the way LeBron did because he's not LeBron. He's not the best player in the NBA. Mm -hmm. He's not that dominant. Okay, I agree with that. He's not that dominant. He's not LeBron. But I think for someone who, one, has confessed or come forward when he says, look, I messed up, I shouldn't call people out. Jalen Brown. At least not publicly. JB. No, he did. JB, you're right. I shouldn't point fingers. No, no, no I'm We're saying, this no, I'm saying, like, if he's gonna call people out, you don't do it. You don't do it publicly, publicly. right? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm okay, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. yeah. When he did that yeah. to Gordon Hayward on the court, I, I was like, yeah, you, you lost your shit on the, on the group text. Like, yeah. I was like, no, you were, you were, you were, you were the the kid in class where the teacher got mad at the student. And you're like, this is mad uncomfortable right now, right? No, I, no, not even that. I was pissed. I was pissed, man. I was like, you can't do that. He basically reacted the way that LeBron reacted to J.R. Smith losing. The NBA Finals for him. 
Well, game one. <laughs> well, I don't think no, that, but, that, but that, that set the tone. After that, the, the series was done. Like, and everyone knew okay, that. Okay, well, like, okay, if, 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 they, if they had a shot, then it was if bad. But he gave a perfect pass to, to, to Tatum. Yeah, yeah. No, see, I this, know. this is my problem. My problem with that, with that play was that he lost it the moment he realized where the play was going. He didn't lose his shit when right. the ball right, exactly. bounced off the rim. Yeah. Mm. He lost his shit when he realized you're not doing what I want to be done. Yep. And if what I thought you were going to do. What I thought you were going to do. And you remember, I, they they zoomed into the you? huddle. They yeah, zoomed into no, no. the huddle, and Brad had everyone leaving. And Kyrie said something. Kyrie's like, "Are did, you really gonna make that the first option?" Pretty uh, much. Yeah, pretty much. You could see that Brad was like, "Hey guys, get back here, get back here." And yeah. Kyrie was telling Brad what to do. And <laughs> I don't like that one. Right. One what was your, bit. What was, what was your tweet right after? Brad, shout out to shout out to Brad Stevens though, because he was like, when he started yelling at Hayward, he yelled at Irving. Was like, "Hey, relax. Okay, Chill. okay. Don't don't put your boy on blast like this. We're we're in the middle of the court right now." What was your tweet, Sean, right after that game? If you remember, I can paraphrase what you said. I had been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> what a shocker. That was one of those, that was one of those no, nights. Where you we, tweeted, we you were talking about those nights earlier. You tweeted out, oh, Saturday Gordon night. Hayward chose Brad Stevens over Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think the first option was probably let's get Tatum a jump shot in the corner. Or if he's if he's double teamed, if, if, if he's if, covered. If 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 you see him, get him the ball. If not, right. let's run this cockamamie Kyrie play. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? All okay. Right. So yeah. So okay. So back to what I was saying. Right after that, he says what he says. Puts the team on blast. The practice before the Brooklyn game, he apologizes. He doesn't play against the Brooklyn Nets, which in my opinion, that's Brad Stevens put him in the corner. That, that's just me. Yeah. I, I'm not backing that up with any facts or any speculation. Could have been. That's just what <laughs> I think. I think that something's. Or oh, Brad Stevens was like, listen, you're going to put this team on blast. You're going to do this, that, and the other. We're not going to make it public, but go sit you're going to sit out. Exactly. Go sit <laughs> over there. We'll see. You know, we'll figure this out in Boston when we go up against the Raptors. Yeah. So you don't think he was injured for that game? I don't think he was injured. I, I don't. It's just like all of a sudden it was like, oh. I didn't even think about that. Oh, my quad. And it's like, yeah. Your quad. Maybe that was a one game in her, in house suspension. <laughs> no, because he I said, mean, you know, you know what was play. weird? Yeah. He did, he did yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. It was a bang bang play, but I just don't agree with the notion that he was, he was unavailable to go against. Him. Yeah. Well, I it was also like, think... it was, cause he, it was his knee, right? And then all of a sudden yeah. it was like, it ended up being a quad injury. like a sad puppy after that. He was like, yeah. Just listen to that practice. I when he, when he I apologized. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, he got, he, he got told, like, hey, yeah, you're I mean, this game, man. You like, can, we don't need you. Like, or we need you, but like, we don't need you we, acting we like that. We don't need that kind of attitude. Yeah, from you, exactly. Right? This is either a good or a bad thing for Kyrie. Cause all of a sudden I feel like this season he's, for lack of a better term, he's wearing his heart on his sleeve. Whatever thought comes to his mind, there's no filter. He's just like, boom, I apologize to LeBron. Everyone's like, whoa. Uh, there's not enough experience on this team. What? I can do whatever I feel like doing, but that's not going to be, that's not going to benefit this team. Right. Whoa. Like, what, what bothers me the most about Orlando is like, okay, well, how can you guys get back on the right page? Experience, experience. Okay. Well, no one can plant seven years of experience into Jason Tatum. No one can plant five years of experience into Jalen Brown. The experience that you have, you can't implement that into these guys immediately. Right. So it's not a matter of experience. I think it's a matter of figuring it out and being on the same exact page. Like you can't do that. You yeah. can't just yeah. toss the experience thing. I mean, out you there. can you can almost. And, and there's the plenty that, of goddamn experience yeah, on yeah, the team. I'm just gonna say, not to mention guys like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum were one quarter away from the NBA Finals. Yeah, right. But let's not forget that you can actually even throw in Gordon Hayward still trying to get comfortable with his teammates. Because mm-hmm. what if the what if the what if it was another play that wasn't there and Gordon was like, oh shit, like who do I who do I, I only got like five seconds to figure this out real quick. No timeouts by the way. Exactly. No timeouts. Yeah. 
Jason, mm-hmm. like he's, I'm, I'm just saying, who, just who so like, space, who had exactly, look. right? Yeah. And, and, and he's, once he curls, that option's done. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? Like, right? if you don't give him that ball, you you're not getting like, back. Yeah. If, if it's, there. if it's someone else who didn't play, who did play last season, all season long, you know, in that situation, yeah, maybe he does, he just, he just hands it off to Horford because we all know when Horford touches the ball, more than likely good things happen in that sort of, you know, in that circumstances, right? Yeah. And I think that's what Kyrie was expecting. Like, I bet you, his whole thing, I think that night was, there was a better option than what you came up with. And, and he couldn't understand, like, why, why, why that? Mm-hmm. Why, why not something else? I also think it was a problem to have Gordon Hayward inbounding that ball, but that's, that's, yeah, that's nothing I was going to bring up. I mean, me, me personally, I don't think Gordon Hayward has played enough cohesively with this unit, especially the first unit to know, all right, if I have like option A, option B already in my head. Mm. For a situation like that, but he well, made the right, he made the right choice. No, I'm not, I'm not saying he didn't. I'm no, not no, saying no, he didn't. But right I'm here. just saying that. I just, just want to get that clear. At least that, that's what I think. But look, you fast forward to the end of the Toronto Raptors game. Everyone played well. Everyone performed. You know, they they, they won the game. They beat the top team in the East and in the NBA. Technically, I don't. I'm still indifferent as to how I feel about what he said because I I respect him for one putting himself out there saying like, look, I need to be a better leader. I had to call someone. To talk about leadership, the one guy who led my team, and I apologize, and I did that and the other, but I do agree. Deladova? In a sense, <laughs> what Joel was saying. Mo Williams. It's almost like you're sort of making it sound like that's what you're dealing with now. But like, like he said, in, like he said back in Orlando, when I asked him about what can you implement, what happened in Cleveland to this team. He said, oh, night. it's night and day. It's completely different. Mm-hmm. You can't compare them. Yeah, because he was. And the main thing he did say was, we're the oldest team in the league. Right. At that point, right? Okay. Talk about, talk about Cleveland, the team that won in 2016. But yet you still made the phone call to LeBron James because you want to talk about those years and you wanted to apologize, right? So how different really is it? Well, 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 that just means he's willing to listen to the Lakers in the, in the offseason sway and reunite with LeBron, right? <laughs> that's, nah. That's right. <laughs> nah. Yo, that's, that's a, that's a narrative. That's, that's a narrative of what I've been hearing. Yeah, from Lakers fans. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I saw it, I saw it too on, you know, fucking the Brian Windhorses of the world. Popped out of LeBron's hamper. Yeah. And fucking, uh, Bruchard, all these, you know, the LeBron, the LeBronites yeah. came out and was like. The LeBron beat. Exactly. Beat the LeBron beat writers that they, that they, they go to specifically when they start talking about LeBron James. Obviously it's pointless. It's not happening. It's pointless or even, you know, stupid to even discuss after one comment and be like, Oh. He's still buddy buddies with LeBron no. James all of a sudden. So oh, bad. he didn't realize how good he had it in Cleveland. Come on. He wanted to get out, out of LeBron James' shadow. Again, the whole apology thing, whatever. He did it, but you're not going to hear LeBron saying, oh, I understand what he's going through. He's not going to say that. He's not going to. He's not going to say that. Cleveland. He's not going to. Definitely not going, going to Cleveland. Definitely not going to Cleveland. <laughs> not Miami. Not either. Miami either. Yeah. No, but okay. Here's, here's my. And he was talking to you. He was hanging out with Kevin Love too when he called him. What the fuck? You couldn't script that any better. What kind of shit is that? Say hey, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. Say hey. Yo, you don't speak it, man. Go hey. ahead. Hey, what up, Kev? K Love. Hi, LeBron. Hey. Hey. What's going on? No, 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 no. I'm saying LeBron was with K Love. My life has been great without you. <laughs> LeBron James ruined Kevin Love. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Here's my thing. Okay. I'm going to take this off the Kyrie LeBron thing. Like, right. That's going to be something that's going to fester. There's been a lot of issues. They're going to continue. Are the Celtics fixed? No. No. Okay. They're trending Don't. in the right direction. Don't. What Don't. fixes Don't. the Celtics then? What do All they right. do All in right. the next couple of weeks? Okay. 
going back to a conversation I had with, with Papa Pavone. Oh, Papa Pavone. Right, oh, yeah. right after the, right after the four game win streak before the, uh, the winless road trip that they had. Wait, what was the one common theme on the winless road trip? Um, what was the one common theme? I don't know. You're going to, you're going to tie it into Jalen Brown somehow? No, I'm going to tie it into the man to my right over here. Oh, <laughs> oh, cause I was there. Oh, come on, man. Causeway Street That's fans, the curse, the curse continues. <laughs> the curse continues. It took a night off in Philly. The confetti, the confetti game. Year, the playoff. only game that Sway has ever seen on the road where the Celtics have won has been the confetti game. <laughs> he came in with a stat tonight that blew my mind. One in 11, folks. <laughs> One in 11. And how many years? What's it been? Two years? No, it's been, it's been three like, years. No, it's been like oh, two, two and a half. Two, okay. Like three years. Yeah. Like, no, it's been three years. 2015. Cause I went, we went to Houston. That was 16. It's pathetic, folks. 16, 17. I'm going to start a petition right now. <laughs> Do not put me on the road. Don't go on the road, bro. Don't sign that, everyone. Don't listen. <laughs> don't sign that. I like going on the road. Okay. Well, I also like when the Celtics win. Look what happened against the Raptors. They bounce back. Yeah. They'll be all right. Mm-hmm. It's a turning point. Was right? that a home game? Okay. Is it a turning point? Here's uh, a turning point. No, it's not a turning point in my opinion. All right, no. So back to back to the conversation with with Papa Pavone. Okay, yeah. I mean, we did talk about that, but that, I'm, I'm talking about right after the. <laughs> Y'all talked about that. Pre pre pre. <laughs> no, I'm, ta- I'm I'm talking about pre road trip. Is this true? Is, is he a curse? Pre road trip. Do something about this. <laughs> no, eleven. He brought it up. He was like, you know, I've noticed every time your brother goes on the road. And I was like, I wasn't gonna say nothing, but you know, they always lose. One win. He's got one win. <laughs> so he's not he's not winless. Confetti game. The well, confetti game. That was a great game. But no, the um. That's a count from all the one. I said by the end of this month and probably let's say around like all-star break, if we don't see the Celtics where they consistently win games, good, good against good and bad teams, home and right, away. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah Cause away. Yeah. Be an issue. We will know if this team can make it at least to the finals, mm-hmm. not winning it. They can go to distance. Yeah, no yeah, but see, that's the thing. Like, one of the biggest problem is they, they know in a seven game series, there's probably one team, at least in their minds, there's one team that's a legitimate threat and they just beat those guys. Like I think in their mind, they're like, look, we can At get home. past, we can get past, they don't, if they get home court advantage, if they go, if they trend in the right direction, they get the top four seed, even if they don't get home court advantage, in their minds, they're like, look, we only need a five games to beat Philly. We'll be all right. They're not going to catch the Raptors. What do you mean? They're not going to catch the Raptors. Oh, you mean for home court? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the one no, no, series. No, he's talking he's about, he's talking about, yeah, like in the playoffs. I'm talking about the best of seven no, series. They're, and they're not going to, I don't think they're going to catch. You don't think they feel confident they beat the Raptors? The Bucks are one game behind the Raptors. They're two, they they're, beat the Raptors three they're times. They're two and one against the Raptors. Yeah. Oh, excuse me, two times. Yeah, me, yeah, two and one against the Raptors. Two and oh against the Sixers. Well, they won twice at home though against the Raptors. I know, but. They won twice at home against the Sixers. Yeah. So if you're gonna say if you're gonna say like but the, but oh the, it's the, fine the, we can beat them like yeah we can beat them at home but no but we the four teams no them. I got you but the four teams ahead of them they have they have winning records against except for Milwaukee they're Milwaukee one they, dropped, on, they dropped one game against Milwaukee and one game against Toronto yeah that's it they've topped Philly oh, twice one and one against the they're one and one with the Indiana Pacers. they've topped Philly twice they, they lost to the Pacers twice. on the road. They, they lost, lost to the, the Bucks Bucks on the second road. game of the regular they season. They lost to the Raptors on the road. Game, whatever, the first week. The, Look, their well. record is great uh, against the top four teams, but the losses have been on the road. Like that's a, that's a, that's not good. Yeah. And I you I, know, I truly <laughs> think that there's going to be a divide. There's a divide on this team that is you can't fix. Yeah, because there's the young look, guys they and started there's the off, veterans. Well, the young guys and the veterans. Well, so you have to you, figure out which way you're going to go. How do you think the rest of the team is 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 feeling right now about the whole LeBron thing? I don't care. I don't think anyone cares about the. I don't know. No, I think I think the whole team. Every time you I ask, every time you ask someone outside of Kyrie, like, what's going on? What's the identity of this team? And they're, and they all say the same thing. We got to figure it out. We got to figure it out. No, they have an identity. They just don't like it. The identity is they've been inconsistent. 
Plain and simple. They start the season 10 and 10, right? First 20 games. And then the next 25 games, they go 15 and 5. They're literally the best in that stretch. They're literally the, 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 the yeah, the best team in the league at that point in, in terms of those 25 games, score the most points. They're grabbing the most rebounds and then they lose to Milwaukee. And then everyone's like, oh, and then, the, and then the meeting happens. Well, before that was the Phoenix game. Oh, well, that too, but. Yeah. But in that, in yeah, that, you can't forget that. But, but no, but even, even when they lost to Milwaukee and they lost to Phoenix, there was, in that 25 game stretch, they only had five losses, 15 yeah. and five. No, I'm sorry. That's 20 games. My bad. Can't do math. 15 and five in that stretch. What's the average? And they were scoring over 119 points a game. That's and then, fair. And then, and, but then, but then, but since then, since that, they've won three or four and then they lose three. And it's been like that yeah, their whole, the that, whole time. The other, so they've played what? Nearly 50 games. So there's been a, there's been a less than half of the season they played their what we think is their what the how they should yeah, be playing. Yeah, between right? yeah, so you're right. Less than fifty games, so about twenty to twenty two of those games have been like the team that everyone expected they were going to be. Right. Because you look at Houston, right? Sure. Everyone is talking about James Harden, MVP, but they've been no higher than a fourth seed in the West. Can they challenge the Warriors? Remains to be seen, right? Mm. I mean, I know how the story ends. James Harden not coming up big in big playoff games. We've seen it. Or even if he does, it doesn't translate to a win. Exactly. Yeah. He's not going to score 50, 60 points I mean, in seven games. Well, this is, oh, go ahead, Sean. No. He, he, I just want to get this on my chest. Yeah, I got something too. The Celtics are not good right now. Even though they beat the Raptors, they're, I, they, I don't believe in them. Yeah, I don't think one like, game changed may, everything. Maybe, maybe they have it in them. What it showed me is they can turn it on some nights, right? There's a, there's a flip, there's a switch that they can flip. So does that, is that going to lead them in the playoffs? Maybe, maybe. But if I, if I'm looking at this team, like realistically, the young guys aren't meshing with the veterans. So there needs to be some type of decision coming up soon that says, are we going to go with the young guys or are we going to build around the veterans? Damn it, Sean, taking some more about to say. No, man. I'm. This, t- is, this is what I'm going to say. All right. One of the things that stuck out to me the most about the road trip was obviously what Kyrie said, but specifically in Brooklyn, what Jalen Brown had to say, your boy, very interesting because one, he absolutely took a shot at Kyrie, but I don't think it was just at Kyrie. I think it was at the veterans on the team. Jalen Brown said it starts from top and trickles down to the bottom. What I think he meant by that is what we saw in the Raptors game. Kyrie Irving, Gordon Hayward, Al Horford, dominating. For the first time, all three of them scored 18-plus points in, yeah. in mm-hmm. one game. Yeah. Yeah. Jalen Brown's saying, look, if you want this entire team to, to perform at a high level, the young guys, if, if we're the ones that are, are such a problem that Kyrie keeps complaining about over and over again, then set the example. Ball out. Yeah. Drop 18 points right. a night, but do it every night. Don't, oh, one night is Kyrie. Oh, another night, uh, Horford puts 20, but, but, uh, Hayward puts up six. Kyrie drops 30. Horford drops seven. Oh, Hayward, Hayward drops 17. Like, there's, there's been no consistency between those three guys. Man. If you want this entire team to, to, to follow your lead, prove it. Do it on the and court. And the big money guys Find on the Find consistency team. between yeah. those three guys. Yeah. It can't be Kyrie every yeah. night. Yeah. And then another night, it's Hayward or what? Three nights? Four nights? Yeah. Let's be honest. Let's keep it 100. Gordon Hayward's had, what, four really good games this year yeah. where he scored 16 points. He scored 30 or well, the two games against Minnesota where he scored 30 plus. 30 plus. Mm-hmm. He had a 16-point uh, game, and then he had an 18-point game against, it the, was, it was, against uh, the Raptors. Uh, the Mavericks, right, where the game that Kyrie didn't play right before the road trip. 
Yeah, I think. that was the 16-point yeah, game. Exactly. 18 you know, 16, points yeah. Toronto. 16 and like 10 assists, something the, like that. Like a double-double. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm missing another one where he had like somewhere around 15, 16 points. How many games have they played? Almost 50. <laughs> We're talking about five really good games. No, I know. Horford, no, I see what you're saying. he's been a little hurt. Yeah. Granted, there's been plenty of opportunities for him to come up big. How do you do against the Nets? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, you Morris, know what I mean? Morris too. I, I I almost felt that on the road trip that I was like, is Morris and Horford are they playing hurt? Because even they even they weren't coming up, you know, with their with their averages. Mm-hmm. Especially Morris. Morris has been the most consistent oh, Morris, dude. You could put Morris in that group as well. That's He's what I'm saying. Veteran. No, I yeah, He's I I would. I would. He, he I would. Especially when side. he got into with Jalen. What did he say? Mm-hmm. What did he say? I feel like I'm a leader on this squad. Mm-hmm. I gotta say what I gotta say. Yeah. Good, but it, but then you Morris, also got you also got to do it on the court as well. So much has transpired the last week. We didn't even get into the little scuffle between him and James. <laughs> yeah. like, that, that's like a footnote at this point. Whereas a week ago or or whatever, four days ago, that would be the talking point of this entire podcast. No, I mean truthfully, this Celtics team has a lot of the feels of the chicken and beer Red Sox team. Man, I'm not gonna lie. No, you know why? Because they didn't start off like if they started off with like an 18 game winning streak, like kind of like some of the last season, and then they. You know, fell off towards the nah, end, but I kind of agree with you, but nah, I mean, I, I think you I, no, I, I think. No, no, no one's playing PlayStation in the it's fucking. 162 <laughs> game season, but I mean, the fact that they had expectations so high and they come in and they just can't figure it out. Well, that team had the combination of the veterans and the young guys. And, the veterans, and that, and young that guys, sense, it's like, who's, who's leading here? Because Beckett was leading, which was not no, good. No, no, no. Everyone expected Beckett too. Beckett was like, I never said I was a leader. Like, no, but not, it's not just that though. It's the, the leaders or the veterans weren't performing at a high level. That like, and, how do you expect them to yeah. do? And then, and then when the team Same overall. Same happening right now. That's what I'm saying. You know, I'm, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. When the entire team isn't performing at a high level, Kyrie Irving is like, oh, well, these young guys need to do this and that. And they're like, wait a minute. So we're the problem here. Yeah. Gordon. Horford's been balling out every single game. Hayward's been balling out every single game. Like, it's, it's just us. Yeah, a lot of the blame is put on Jalen Brown because it you, sort of you, should you, be. You put it on him. I probably yes, damn right I did. <laughs> when he's the one that's had the toughest job in terms of <laughs> there's a, readjusting adjusting to his to role on the role. team, sure, sure, sure. even more so than Haywood. But hey, and he's done see, he's done pretty good with you, adjusting it. Did you see that overall one dunk attempt? Oh, that's see, why. I hate but see, that's Brown. that's what that's where that anger's coming from. He's yeah. like, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna ball out when I get a chance. I'll dunk on this guy right now and make some noise just to show no, you guys how pissed not, off. Plus, I, plus I think I think Horford too wasn't on a minute minute restriction like he had been since he'd been back from his from his uh, knee well, injury. He's still technically on a minute restriction, but it's above twenty five. He clocked in nineteen against Brooklyn. No, but I'm talking about uh, okay, okay. No, I mean, I, I mean, I mean the oh, you're talking game. about like the Toronto game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't trade Horford. Maybe, maybe you could. No, so why are we talking about trades? I know, right? This oh, is man. You know, this no, team no, can no. figure it out. No, it has no, to be a trade. no, no, no. It doesn't no, no, have no. to you be have a trade. You have to make a decision. You it have to make starts a decision. with the no, veteran. That's the decision. No, that's, the veterans have to no. perform at a high level. That, that or it's and, not going to work. That and, it's and, not going to work. And Stevens, too, needs to step up his coaching game a little bit here, I think. Yeah, no, he made some questionable we, decisions in Brooklyn. This doesn't make oh, any yeah, sense. Yeah. We've been saying the same goddamn shit since fucking game one. No, we because haven't. We haven't held the veterans accountable. We haven't seen anything that's made you feel that this team is... Is capable of getting through the East. Not, I haven't seen a But how though? Thing. Against the teams ahead of them, they're six and three. And I know it's at home, but if they, they do- if they grab a good seed, I'm not even talking about the top seed. Like if they, if they, if they're like two or three, technically you would only have to play on the road and two series. So you know what teams, mm-hmm. one. Look, you know maybe what teams, one. maybe even one, maybe one different parts of the record and try to make themselves seem like they're better contenders. Bad teams. If you're a good team, you have a good record. 
You shouldn't be have to pick out the top four teams. And oh, we I think last year Washington did really well against the top four teams in the East, and they didn't get anywhere. Yeah, because that that there they're just I'm dysfunctional. I'm just saying the Celtics <laughs> are not functional right yeah, now. Yeah, I was gonna say no, but the they're, Celtics are dysfunctional. No, they're completely dis- No, they're completely Washington is at to the point where oh, they crumbled now. No, nobody wants to be in Washington. Okay, the Celtics are not. They're not even there. They're not even close to being there. Sure, but I mean, there might be some finger pointing here and there, but. We're not talking about like, yo, like, get me the fuck no out. No one's, no one's, yeah, no one's yeah. doing that. And no one wants to do that. Is Rosia checked out though? I think Rosia might be a little checked no, out. No, I don't think so because I think that's always been his demeanor, but now because of the way the Celtics have been playing, they're like, oh, why is his attitude like that? Why is he looking down when he's talking? Well, like, it's not just a demeanor off the court, on the court. He's just like, it's like a pickup game out there. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. know. We'll, we'll see. Maybe he'll figure it out. Maybe he'll figure it out. Maybe he's, maybe problems. it's a slump. That's too many maybe problems. I, I legitimately think that, that you have to look at the team and you have to say, who are we building around going forward? Is it going to be building around Kyrie and Hayward and then bringing somebody else in and you try to package Jalen and Terry and you're talking about this year or you're talking about looking, talking about, looking ahead? I'm talking about anytime, anytime <laughs> you think, no. Joe's man is like, man, he's talking about this year. Bro, man. bro, okay. He's always it's, talking about this year. Like, fuck that comes, noise. When it comes to any like Does personnel team, changes, it's, it's this year. It's now. Yes. It's, it's in the next it's tomorrow. couple of yeah, weeks. It's, it's for the trade like, 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 like after the first week of the season, yo, trade everybody else. Get them out of here. No. Get them out of here. Is this, too many cooks in the like, kitchen. Like you're not, you're not going to trade. There is still too many cooks in the kitchen. Nothing has changed. Listen, listen. You can't just make a trade just to make a trade. That's what you want to happen. I've been saying since day one. But give me an example. Team. You don't give me an example. You just go, just trade him for assets. Just get rid of Jalen Brown for fucking, you know, a sack of balls. Like, I'll trade Jalen Brown yo. for, I, or I'll, I was just saying, I was just talking with Sway. Dennis Smith Jr. is on the block. Fine. I'll trade Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier. Give me Dennis Smith Jr. and something. Something. And just. It's a two for one. I don't know. It's a little too much. Bro, there's a, there's, I, I, I there's, there's a reason why consider, he's not doing, he's not doing so well in Dallas right now. I don't even want Dennis Smith Jr. Okay. Then so then who are we talking about? <laughs> I like, don't care. You just, so see, that doesn't make you, sense. You, you so wanted to just flip Danny Age has never worked him. like that ever. And you know that. All I know is that is the way this team is playing. There's something that doesn't work with like this even, team. Even when, even when he, when, all right. Even when, when he's like, I got to shed salary. He still got something good in return. Sure. And I'm not, I, <laughs> like I, useful. I.e. Isaiah Thomas. Fine. <laughs> Pretty Here's much what it. I'm going to do. Pretty next time, did. next time we come on this podcast, I'm going to have that trade. I will find the trade that makes All right sense. then. And then we'll have a discussion about it. Cause you just saying trade. Just no, get rid of Brown. You need to, no, they're get rid of, get rid of, spend a lot of time with trade There is, there is next week. too many cooks in the kitchen. There's too many, there's too many people who are unhappy with their role. The two up two people who are on the chopping block. And are unhappy with their role. So then when are the, Jalen Brown and Terry Rozier? So when is this when team is, could win if with a healthy Kyrie, with a healthy Gordon Hayward, with a healthy Jason Tatum, all playing significant roles with Marcus Morris, Marcus Smart. You have Baines back in action. You have Horford. You have Tice backing him up. You have whatever piece you bring in. You just named five guys coming back from injuries. Exactly. What you need time to not only get in basketball shape. But you need time that, that, for the chemistry no, to work. No, bro. that that shouldn't make you making a change. You making a change right now, and and, and, and it's not even the middle of the season because I'm well, it's a little bit halfway point. But trade deadline's you, coming up in like two weeks. Okay, so you making a trade right now? Shit, he's right on a on, to a team that's already in your in your eyes three weeks not working chemistry wise. So how how is that going to work? Been working all year. How is that going to work though? No, I'm saying if, if you if, okay. So you, again, you're proving my point. If you believe that they're not working not chemistry wise, yeah. So then who are you going to bring in here that's going to fix it? No one. There's you no one subtract, out there. Okay. Subtract. If you're if you're going to build this team going forward around 
Kyrie Irving. I just don't think that Jalen Brown is going to coexist with Kyrie Irving. See, all you're saying is that you think that Jalen Brown is the only reason why the Celtics aren't playing And well. Terry Rozier. They're two guys that are, that are not playing. Up until this podcast, this episode, you've never said you want to trade Terry Rozier. I know. So then why now all of a sudden he's the problem? I'm just, I'm looking at it. You have to make a decision. I've always said you had to make a decision between Kyrie and, and Terry Rozier. I always used to lean and, towards. And I, and I don't know why you used to do that. You used to lean towards Terry Rozier. I used yeah. to lean towards Terry yeah. Rozier. I mean, you weren't the only one. You weren't the, I mean, if you, if you go back to October preseason, even the first why month did I, of the why season. Why did I, why did I lean towards Terry Rozier? Why did I lean towards Terry Rozier? Health reasons. Health reasons. Yeah. Thank you. Not because yeah, I'm an idiot. Not, no, I don't think you're picking. You've always been on the on the on the train to keep Rozier because he's insurance, not because oh, if you're gonna get rid of Kyrie, then you definitely gotta keep Rozier. No, you're saying you keep Rozier. That's exactly what walks, I said. No, but you know, that's what I'm telling you. You're saying yeah. you're saying that he's the problem now. He's not a problem. No, I just think, and, I you're, just not, think... and you're not picking him over over Kyrie. You're you're keeping him because you don't want. If Kyrie were to get injured again, then who the fuck's going to run? Because that's it's starting to develop into this like, hey, we did it without you last year. Who did it without him last year? Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier, Jason Tatum, Marcus Morris is on that squad. Like there's there's a little bit of divide of saying like, Kyrie, why are you telling me how to play? Because I got to the game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals without you last year. I don't need to listen to you. I got my shit intact. If you're going to build the team around Kyrie, then you need to start. Getting rid of people who are going to openly go against Kyrie. Yeah, but see, that's a, this is my problem with that with that narrative. People forget that Kyrie Irving is the reason they had home court advantage. If the Celtics don't have home court advantage, the Bucks easily win that series. They don't even get out of the first round. Sure. Granted, you don't, you don't, think, you don't think, think Kyrie granted, tells them that all the time. <laughs> he probably reminds them every now and then. Yeah, but yeah, you don't true. think you don't think Terry Rozier becomes the player that he is now because of Kyrie being on on the squad? Listen, everything, or Marcus, every, or Marcus so Smart shooting better because Kyrie is on the squad. I'm not talking about the past. I'm the talking about right now, man, right now. That's been a different. However, point. these people, however they got there, and however their egos have been built, they're built. They're the way they are. So, in my opinion, coexisting and keeping the team exactly the way it is will get you a first round knockout. A first round knockout. To All right, so they're, they're, the they're, Pacers. Listen, they would be fifth. So you think you think you, they can't even beat the Pacers right now? In a seven-game series? Wow. In a seven-game series? I I don't know. I I no. The thing is that I don't know. And for this Celtics team to have all, all right, the then, talent then, that then you say need, that. you're saying no, yeah. no. But for all the talent, I don't know. You isn't good enough. Be able to say I, I don't know. I don't, isn't I good know, enough I, to get I, out of the first round? I, I, That's what I'm saying. You need to do something. Okay, you need then. to make this team the team it's supposed to be. So then, when is Brad Stevens going to be? Held accountable for this shit. Oh, Joel's pointing fingers at Brad. When is he going to be held Joel accountable? Joel doesn't want to point fingers at the locker room. He's pointing at Brad. Hey, hey, you guys. He's, he's, yeah, he's the voice I of the locker you. room. I want you. You guys. He's make the a voice sense of the here. locker room. I don't disagree with that. Okay, but what are you going to do? Fire Brad? I'm not saying fire no, Brad. No. That's what Brad, I'm saying. Brad's got to put on his big boy pants and figure it and out. What if he doesn't. So then what's, it's only, so it's only, call you out. So it's only, it's only, alright, so then it's only on Jalen Brown. It's only on Terry Rozier. That's what, that's what it sounds like no, you're no, saying. Young guys. It's on, it, no, it's, it, it's, you need to pick a side. Either you're going to let Kyrie walk and then you obviously trade him at the trade deadline. Or if you're going to build this team around Kyrie, then you get rid of the people that go against Kyrie. I just don't know. I understand. I, I agree with you that Brad Stevens has not coached or taken the reins of this team as well as you can, but there's not a better coach out there than Brad Stevens right now. You're not going to get rid of Brad Stevens. Like that, that would be ridiculous. You know yeah, what I mean? No, I don't think that's what you do. And I think it would be ridiculous to get rid of Jalen Brown. Package, package Terry Rozier and Jalen Brown and just 
Unless, unless, it's for, unless it's for Anthony Davis, I think it's ridiculous to get rid of Jalen. Get Brown. a veteran. Uh, because of that rules rule, it won't be seen that yeah, anytime soon. I just, I, I just think. And that's why, that's why trade. I really, that's why there I really shouldn't be any trade. Terry's gonna, Terry's gonna walk. Jalen's, Jalen's, Jalen. Let him walk. All right. I think, I think if you, if you keep this team as currently constituted, the first round is in doubt, which is ridiculous to me because this team should have been locked and loaded into the finals. Maybe you're worried about Toronto. Maybe you're worried about Toronto pushing you to seven is where this team should be. But what about? But the they're f- not even close. They're an underdog against the Raptors. They're an underdog against the Bucks, and they're an underdog against the Sixers. The, the mm. Celtics? Yes. Nah, I don't know. About the Hands Sixers. down. No, not nah, the Sixers. Man. Not the Raptors. Maybe Milwaukee. Maybe. Uh, they're an underdog against all three of those teams. No, not because they don't have. They won't. They won't catch them. No, I think the East has been. More competitive than people are giving them credit for. Oh, no question. Especially in the top half. All right. When, when, uh, at the start of the season. Yeah, because, oh, because the Celtics oh, oh, because have LeBron, That's why it's competitive. Well, yeah, only, but they only because LeBron themselves left, from the though, everyone match. just assumed, oh, it's just the Celtics and nobody else. Even you. The Raptors. You just said the Raptors were going to be like an AFC this oh, year. I still, I'm, yeah. I, okay. We're, then. we're still all under right, the assumption okay, that right, okay. uh, Kawhi, Kawhi is going to yeah. continue to play. Kawhi ball. Kawhi's, yeah. Kawhi's been the best player in the league. check out Kawhi's the MVP this year. Whether he plays or not, Raptors are still winning. Well, mm. yeah. So mm. after, same thing, after same thing, game, same thing can be said. Siakam same thing for can those be, game winner. Same thing can be said about the Celtics. Shout out to Tim. I mean, Kyrie hasn't been out like a big chunk of the season, but when he's been out, they don't necessarily lose. Well, they did against right? Brooklyn. Well, other than Brooklyn. I don't know, man. All right, let's look at, let's look at short term. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's look ahead. John, see you prepared again. We doing this, huh? <laughs> yeah. All right. Sean Dutra's. When you look ahead. Anyway, Celtics gonna play the Memphis Grizzlies. The Grizz. The grit and ball Grizz. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus Hall still there? Yeah. Yeah. You see J. Michael yeah. Green's dunk just last night? We watched. I didn't know. Then play against the Grizzlies. During the Christmas party. I remember. <laughs> I barely. Alright. And, uh, so that should be a win. They, they should, they should bounce back. Celtics play the Grizzlies. <laughs> um, that's at Boston. Then they travel down to Atlanta. For someone who doesn't know. Take on the Hawks. How they're going to do in the playoffs. It's always a win, huh? And then, looking ahead. and then the, the Celtics, they better come back against the Heat. They better come back against the Heat. Six o'clock game on MLK Day. That's a long weekend. weekend. It's a long weekend for some. Blizzard coming. That's right. Pat's playing. We'll be snowed in on Sunday. Depending, Dude, depending Dude, how bad it is, I might not even go to that game. Dude, just I gotta stock up on uh, some goodies on Saturday night. I might just kick it. I might kick it here. <laughs> kick it in the Causeway Studios. I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going to that Monday game if it's, if it's, if it's ugly out there. Pajama party. <laughs> yeah, PJ party. Six, six o'clock start. Yeah, let's oh, do we're it. We're chilling. We are chilling. Pats, baby, Pats. Somehow Sean will still be on the grill outside. <laughs> he won't let that snow bother him. And, and those wings go, and, baby. Yeah. And shooting hoops, cause Sean, he, he just, he just built his hoops. Sean's famous yeah. wings. Hell yeah. Just found a nice little garlic parmesan recipe. <laughs> You're expanding that menu, huh? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Sean's like, speaking of looking ahead, I look ahead to all the new menus and all the new recipes. <laughs> yes, sir. All the flavors. All the, Come all the fixings. Down. Come on down to Sean's wing farm. <laughs> <laughs> Hold, hold, hold on, it's just sponsored by uh, Markel's manager again. Buffalo, barbecue, garlic parmesan, baby back. You name it. <laughs> Even those lemon pepper. 
Sounds like sounds like the uh, Tony. It, sounds like Tony's, Tony's tire. Tony's tire barn guy. Tony's tire. Tony's. Tony tire barn still following us on, on, on Instagram. That shit was crazy. You're like, yo, thanks for the shout out, bro. I was like, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know he existed. Someone tagged us in there. He was based out of what, like San Antonio or something. Yeah. He was based in Texas. And the whole thing's just like hot chicks in bikinis <laughs> with fucking cars. <laughs> Garrett, totally Garrett. the opposite of what I thought Tony's tire bomber would be. Garrett, just Garrett on IG. Out, I overalls trying to sell tractor tires. Garrett on IG tagged us on that and they were like, hey, thanks for this plug. <laughs> uh, Alright, so what are you thinking? Three and Nah, man. You could go three and I mean, um Is Miami gonna beat them twice? Hold on. Is there, is, there's a back to back in there. Yeah, Atlanta on Saturday. And then they come back, right? No, well no, Memphis is Friday, Atlanta Saturday. And then they and come then back Monday. Monday, yeah. Mm. Are there things go to one do? And two. Are there, are there things one to do? Two. One and two. I'm going. I'm going three and zero. Oh. Three, three and zero. Oh. Oh. Yeah. They should bounce back like that. Yeah. It's the first time Swayze ever said three and zero. Oh. It won't be. Uh, won't be easy, but I think it'll do it. Long time to go out in Atlanta, right? Because I feel like I feel like they went to party in, in Miami. Because they then they get to Miami a little early. Uh, so he's like, yeah, I was chilling with Jalen Brown at the club. Yeah, I'm like guys, having flashbacks right now. Live. <laughs> uh, we may have gone to live for a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. Um. Well, it's funny you mention that because Kyrie sort of talked about how he's like, you know, after the game, I'm out there taking shots. You know, other people everybody might have to go. Went the fuck out. I know we're in Miami. Some people like to go out, but, you know, not me. I was like, oh, okay. Well, Kyrie. Kyrie just says says too much. He talks too much. He talks too much, yeah. yeah. Like, can't you ever just shut the shut the yeah. hell up? Well, this, I mean, this is he, my thing. He wasn't like that until this season. No, know? it's fucking it's annoying. When it became, this, you know. This is, this is the case. Like, keep it yourself. This is the thing with Kyrie. I don't have a problem with what he said about LeBron, but I, I've come to the conclusion that he just talks a little too much. He talks a little too much. You know? He's revealing a little bit too too yeah. much info. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Too much info. Too yeah. much info. Yeah. Thanks for the name of this podcast. This too, episode. Too much info. Too much. <laughs> Kyrie Irving. Too much info. Too much info. And that's Sean Dutra's. When you look ahead. No, nah, man. I just, I, I, I really do think it's the rubber hitting the road though soon. Like, I know we can get, we can watch it, but like this team is this, in my opinion, man, I love, I love the talent on this team. I just don't see it working, man. I really don't. I just really don't. All right. Not the only one that feels that way. It's tough. It's tough because it should be a, we should be having June basketball, but I just don't see it happen. All right. Let's wrap this episode the same way we wrap up every single episode. First episode of 2019. First edition of, in case you missed it, of the new year. Joel, what we miss? In case you missed it. 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 Well, we missed the ball dropping in New York, but other than that. No, we saw that, man. Oh, we did see that. You're right. Oh, on TV. Yeah. I wouldn't be caught dead out there. No, 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 no offense to you New Yorkers or anybody else that goes out there for that. But in case you missed it, I don't know if you guys heard about the story. It's a little weird. Oh, boy. Somebody die. You just keep, no, you just just keep getting weirder and weirder every time he comes up in the news. And it's Cantor. Has been accused of being Straight a part of a terror group by the Turkish government. You know how uh, New York, the, uh, the Knicks played against the Wizards out in London, and last week, and they said, "Nope, ain't doing that." <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm, I'm going to chill right here in North America. I'm not going that way because he I'm claims not, I'm not trying to get extradited. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. He claims he claims that he was going to get he was going to probably be killed. Because there's well, he spoke Turkish ag- spies. He spoke against the uh Yeah, he's been minister. doing that. No, he's been talking or against the Turkish what, president. Yeah. What do they call him? Is it president? Yeah, president, yeah. yeah he's been talking about he's been talking about the against the Turkish president yeah. for a while now. That's a big no no. Yeah, that's a yeah. yeah. So then they'll kill you. The Knicks said, No, he's got Asians with his visa and it's just like, No. 
I have issues with wanting to stay alive. <laughs> so that's why I didn't go join them. I like breathing. He goes, so I can go. Stay in New York. Yeah. He goes, I can go. I can chill here in the U.S. and then go to uh, Canada. That's about it. I'm not going anywhere else. I watch on NBA TV like the rest of us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I would like Ennis Cantor. On the Celtics, so okay. I think that would be a nice little trade. <laughs> would right. you keep your <laughs> trade off just to yourself right now? <laughs> All right. Do your homework and just then bottle next, it next up. episode. Exactly. Next episode. I, I cannot wait next for next episode. week's episode because something tells me you're going to come up with something pretty good. Yeah. Something that's going to be a value for the Celtics in exchange for yeah. Terry Rozier <laughs> and Jalen Brown. Hopefully it's not Jamal Crawford for those two guys. That's Kevin one, Love. That's one heck of a lopsided deal. Well, anyways, so the Turkish government or the Turkish president they uh, tweeted out that they want Ennis Cantor extradited back to Turkey. Oh, shit. I was joking about that. On really? crimes, no, on crimes of being part of a terror group, according to them. Mm. Ennis Cantor's like, I haven't even had so much as a fucking parking ticket here in the U.S. He goes, I'm a law-abiding resident, not going anywhere. So, yeah. obviously, the only way that could happen if the U.S. can prove he's committed any crimes, he says he hasn't. I'm going to take his word on it. Yeah, that's <laughs> messed up. Yeah. Because this is something that, that you could see pan out like 10 years from now when he's like retired <laughs> and like some spies just come to the u.s and they just like take him out jesus awesome well he has enough money to have his own spies mm. i mean i would fight fire with fire yeah, you know what does, i mean does Inez Cantor have that kind of money at age 60 depending on how his league i mean how his career pans out he invest in the right stocks unless unless he uh like it was the easiest way to solve all, all your problems. Well, you just invest in the right stocks. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> you know, because there isn't like a million stocks out there that you could just be pick, duped. Pick the right one. <laughs> pick the right one. Yeah. Well, you invest in the right stocks. <laughs> you, hire, Duh. you hire a financial advisor. He's like, hello, guys. <laughs> Doesn't everyone invest in the right stocks? Start a reasonable business. He's like, he is low he, risk. He does live in New York. High ROI. You know, I bet you he, he makes <laughs> some real estate out there. Consistent <laughs> visits to the New York Stock Exchange. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just. <laughs> By the way, the, uh, <laughs> the Wizards lost to the Knicks. By one. Out there? Oh, wow. Out there. In London. That's so, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Or was it the other way around? <laughs> Who cares? All hey, right. what about Mello? Am I right? Mm, more, more, more. He's not wanted by the Turkish government. No. No. He's not wanted by, not wanted anyone. by anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Lala these days. Maybe the Knicks. I think that I, I say that because the Knicks should have signed him to bring over to London. Just to be like, hey guys. My bad. Former superstar Carmelo Anthony's yeah, here. Yeah, there was no, no former. No, there was nothing. No, no former all star. Bradley, Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal. The only, the only draw to this game. Even like the most conscientious canter, like, <laughs> wow, this Turkish, Turkish terrorist is going to be playing. Let's go watch him. Yeah. You know, these dudes drop like yeah. fucking 200 euros <laughs> to go see this game. No, and <laughs> first, I, I first hope- row, like, I want to see John Wall. No, no John Wall. I'm going to see Porzingis. I'm going to see <laughs> none of those guys. No, you can see shit. No, no, no John Wall. And I bet you they bought tickets before like the, the Marshawn trade, you know, <laughs> Gortat gone. The best part about those London games is that, like, it's the Knicks versus the Wizards, but front row, there's somebody wearing a Timberwolves jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Wally Wally Zerbiak. Like, uh, uh, the NFL games, the NFLs, it's just like, are they giving away random jerseys when people walk in? Because this is in... Wally Zerbiak actually, though, is a... There's not that many football fans (laughs) that have bought an authentic Cincinnati Bengals jersey. 
Zerbiak, though, actually, he is a commentator for the Knicks. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Color commentator. Yeah. But you know, back in the day when the Celtics were trash, that used to happen a lot. Like, it'd be like the Celtics versus like the Bucks, and you'll see some random dude in like a Heat Tim Hardway jersey. And it's like, what? You just picked up any NBA jersey. Like, oh, I'm going to an NBA game. I'm just going to put this on. Yeah, I'm still on real quick. Because no one gave a damn about the Celtics at the time. Yeah. So you don't see that now, though. People are more educated. They're better educated. <laughs> Not in London. The most random. <laughs> in case you missed it, the uh, All Star draft will take place on February 7th live. So we'll be able to watch yeah. who goes where and there'll be no, you know, LeBron's wonder who got picked. Definitely. And, uh, Whatever team LeBron's on, yeah. Kyrie will be, be on the same Kyrie, team. No, it's going to be Kyrie versus yeah. LeBron um, captains. Well, the uh, third return of uh, of All-Star voting, or well, the fans voting, has come back. And right now, for the, for the East, these are the starting five of the fans who have voted so far, because you know you're gonna mix in with the media and the players eventually. But Ky- in the backcourt is Kyrie and D Wade. The frontcourt is the Giannis. <laughs> Giannis. It's, just, it's the farewell thing. Embiid and Kawhi. That's the frontcourt. Paul Pierce didn't get a farewell All Star start <laughs> for the <laughs> for the West. Like he's am- they, they had similar he numbers like, too. He plays oh, no, like no, no. every listen, one listen. every five games. No, no. Listen, listen, listen to the West. The West is oh, yeah. Steph. Yeah. D Rose. Okay. <laughs> LeBron, mm-hmm. Luca, Luca Doncic, and Paul George. Mm. Those are the, those are the top 10 right now. Are they classifying Luca Doncic as a forward? Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Isn't he a guard? Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> He's the point guard. Why is D Wade in there? Well. This is like, I mean, he's not going to be voted in as a starter. These are the fans, right? It's not just 100% fan voting anymore like it used to be. Like for the starters. For the starters it is. No. They're going to they they, they have, have like some way. Chunk. Yeah, they, they have, have some the weight. They have the like fans. Oh, they're like 40% something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And he is going to make the All-Star team. He's what? Averaging like 16 points off the bench. Yeah. Wait, no, who? D-Wade. No, he's no, he's not. He's going to make it. No, but he's not averaging that much. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Are you serious? Yes. I, I looked this up the day they played this fucking the the Miami Heat. He's putting up sixteen right now. Yeah. I thought it was less than that. Yeah, you know the players are gonna vote him in. You know the coaches are gonna vote him in. He won't be a starter, I don't think, even though he's one of the well, he is the second most voted guard after Kyrie. Kyrie is at three million, while this dude is at one. It's like a big ass. I chunk. hope. I hope it's. Uh, I hope it's Kyrie versus has, LeBron as captains. Be nice. You really wish that? There's some good television that I won't watch. Why do people want that televised? Because people bitched about it last year. Well, just fuck, just what? what? <laughs> He's like, fuck him. <laughs> I don't care. People bitched about it last year. Plus, it's, it's, a, it's, hey, this is going to be great. Hey, hey, you lied. No one's, no one. 13 points a night. All right, so then. No one. Honestly, is, I thought it was like 12, but close enough. All right, so I, okay, so that's not all star numbers. So then he, he put up goose eggs in the last few games after the Celtics. He also just turned 37. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> also. <laughs> is that like a half-ass happy birthday? <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> also. What were you yeah, saying? also. What? Da, da, da. I just don't think you should be in the All-Star game. <laughs> okay. All right, what about D-Rose? Fair enough. I'm, I'm cool with D-Rose being in the All-Star game. It's a cool game. story. I mean, he's actually played well this season. Like, he's not the problem. 
D Wade is always a problem. Jimmy Butler not getting any love, huh? Jimmy Butler not getting any, or Kawhi not getting any love. Wait, Kawhi didn't make the front, make the starters? Yeah, I did. He did. He did. Yeah, yeah he did. For the front court, yeah. For the front court in the, in the east is Giannis, Kawhi, and Embiid. Those three right now. Huh? Wade and Irving. Wade and Irving, yeah, right now. Whatever. Don't care. <laughs> Don't really care about the all-star team either. The only good thing about the all-star, weekend, whatever, three-point contest. Not even a dunk, huh? I hate the dunk contest, man. You know that now. Ever since they did that whole thing where it was like rapid dunks, yeah, that ruined it for me forever. All right. Well, and dunks off. aren't as cool anymore. I know. Dunks aren't cool. No, the thing is, though, it's it's hard to come up with creative shit now. These what days. they should do is they should move the three point line back five feet and do a three point contest from there. Hmm. They should bring back Rock and Jock. Oh, Nelly. Yes, Nelly was the king of that. Yes. Any team that had Nelly on it was a slam dunk. Yes. Or Bill Bellamy. Bill Bellamy was also a baller. Yes. I'm trying to think of the other ballers. Kid Rock, never good. No. Never good. No, he looked like a... Always sort of tur- turned into the coach role. Yeah. He looked more uncoordinated than Birdman. I mean, well, I, I hate the celebrity game, though. Stupid Kevin Hart. Well, rather than off the top ten and the East for the front court voting, uh, we got Jason Tatum at number four. With just uh under nine hundred thousand votes, and Gordon Hayward at number nine, three hundred thousand votes, and Al Horford. So that looks pretty good. Where's Jalen Brown on that list? <laughs> Not there. Well, let me check the guards. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, not in the top ten. You lucky. You lucky. Nah, he ain't there. You lucky. Well, so yeah, the next the next guard after the, uh, Dwayne Wade is uh, Kemba Walker. Oh, Kemba should make it. Yeah, I think I think the only good thing about the the only good thing about the All Star game and it means the trade deadline's coming right up. No, but the trade deadline is <laughs> first, and then it's the All Star game this year. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well, we didn't bring up because it happened Jeez. while we were on hi- our hiatus, but we got to congratulate uh, you, Sway, on your boy coming back to the Celtics, RJ Hunter. Oh yes, <laughs> that's right, <laughs> RJ. Back in the organization, look up. In case you missed it. Oh, in oh. case you fucking missed it. <laughs> See? Big dudes here. See? You guys, you guys. RJ. That mean Yo, even RJ was shocked. Play, he was like, I got drop. the call play from the fucking Danny Play the drop. Oh, play the drop. Been following this guy. RJ Hunter's a better shooter than Devin Booker. Never said that. You lit. Just as good of a shooter. I know what episode that is. Play that drop. Just as good of a shooter. Play that drop. Now we got, we got, we got to check the tape. We got Nor did I call him a better player. Just as good of a tape. shooter. And at the time, you can make that argument. Yeah. Well, RJ on a two way contract. Let's so be, let's be real. It's will a we one see way him? contract. Will we see him up here? It's a one way contract. It's a D league contract. Hey. It's G league now, hey, bro. It's a Come start. On. All right. It's Listen, a start. You can call it the G league. You can call it the D league. Call it the P League, <laughs> the Q League, whatever sponsoring at the time. I don't give a shit. Right now it's Gatorade. It could be something else later. It is what it is. All right, my boy. No one's ever going to be better than my boy, Ingram. Andre Ingram. <laughs> <laughs> you remember boy. his first name? Yo, just... my boy, Andre Ingram. The 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 better of the the two Ingrams in L.A. Right, the thirty seven year old phenom. Can't believe he's not on an NBA roster. You know why he's not on an NBA roster? Porque, because his wife said no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably got caught up, caught up in the, caught up with the wrong crowd again. Oh uh, damn! 
He's back on the block. He's back, at a, he's back at a clank. Yo, shout out to RJ, man. RJ Hunter, man. Good yeah, player. shout good out stuff. to James Young. Where you at, James? Oh, that's messed oh, up. Also, see why? Why the oh. two players always have to be intertwined? They're always going to be linked. That was a that that was that was when things were pure. No, with my the Celtics. my favorite my favorite thing about that that resigning because I, I I wrote a piece about it and I linked Sean Dutra's piece <laughs> on the uh, the battle of who was going to get cut. Between RJ and, uh, and James Young, and who should have stayed and who should have got cut. And then I linked the, uh, after James Young was the one that was chosen. Mm-hmm. I was and, the only one that chose James and, Young. And on the bottom of that piece, some highlights of RJ Hunter. So a highlight reel of RJ Hunter, <laughs> which I don't even know where the fuck you found like that. Like an in memorandum? Goes in play too. <laughs> I will Sarah McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> So y'all trying to make a trip up to Portland? What's up? What's Yo, up? Let's go, man. Yeah, y'all down? Let's go. Let's I'm dead ass. Let's some, go. Let's get some back. The day, access. the day we do decide to go up there, and it's gonna be when RJ Hunter gets sent back to the Celtics to play. I well, like, I like Portland. To Sean, it's a one way contract, well, realistically. Yeah, they ain't so. no fucking way. So we that could, we, coming up. we could see him in the in the playoffs as they compete for a championship. Yeah, I'm down to go up there if they make the playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. Portland's a good time. <laughs> All right, uh, in case you missed it, hey, you guys gonna watch the uh, the ref watch party on uh, on Monday? What, what else you got, bro? <laughs> no. What? What is that? Right, you, got, you got 10 seconds to explain what that is. All right. And then um, we'll keep it moving. MLK Day. The second game of the doubleheader is the Lakers against the Warriors. And you can live tweet. Apparently, this has been done before. I didn't realize until until I looked this up. You can live tweet the refs during the game. So when you some a questionable call happens, you can tweet and say, what the hell happened? You get an explanation from the refs in the middle of the game. Really? And they'll yes. respond. Apparently the first time that the NBA did this was game three of the NBA finals. <laughs> I don't know, remember that. Do you know what kind of shade these guys are going to get? Like, like hateful yeah. tweets. So they're going to do that. NBA's doing they're going to do that on Monday and they're going to do that on Wednesday when the Spurs take on the Sixers. You know what I want to know is why don't they do that in the Houston Rockets game? So we know if fucking James Harden actually travels or not. Why don't Ooh. we just never friggin' do this? That's interaction. The dumbest man. idea I've ever heard. Hey, I, th- I thought well, you. I thought you would love that. Yeah, actually, this is your chance to put them on the spot. <laughs> they're what respond. are they gonna? They're not gonna respond. They do. They respond. What are they gonna say? Well, this is the this is the call I saw on the fourth, Sean. <laughs> See what happens. No, you idiot. It's not. <laughs> See what happens. Hey, hey, pipe down over there, fella. This is the referee stuff. Yeah. First of all, it's not audio. They do it, they do it through text. Hey, hey, pal. Hey, pal. Watch hey, the language, huh? A, hey, watch a, it, buddy. Take it easy there, chief. They're not going to tweet, tweet a video at you. It's, it's words. It's hey, boss. Why don't you cut out the elbows, all right? Hey, bozo. Why don't you cut out Is the it? F-bombs? On that note, in case you missed it. 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 I'll do it for the first, in case you missed it, of 2019. Yes, great job. Great job. That was a good one. A good one, yeah. It's always, it's always good to have that. Hey, hey, I sense hey, some sarcasm right now. Hey, 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 bozo. You can go flip yourself, okay, buddy? <laughs> All right? I've had enough of you. Oh, man. Let's, I've had uh, enough of your cockamamie comments you all your, night. You and your you and your horse play of words. I hate it. Let's Don't get, like it. No me gusta. Let's get back in here in, in a less than less than a week from now. What do you guys say? Cut the nonsense, Sway. How about the snow day? How about, how about, how about you don't go on the road, and then we can chill? <laughs> I'm, yeah. not going, I'm not going to land. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, how about you never go I'm again? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. <laughs> but speaking of the road, um, I got a chance to, uh, when I was in Miami, spend some time with, uh, with, with, with the, the huge, huge, huge fan of it. No, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> a huge fan of the College Street Podcast. I had them with Randy Uh, Tariq 
Pierce. <laughs> so I had to shout him out, man. He what wants, up? He want to say Rick. what up to both of you guys. He's gonna be in in town for the uh, for the Heat go. game. So I told him we can all get up. Sean, uh, I'm gonna bring him to the Causeway Street Studios. We'll, we'll try to drag Sean out there, but I know Joel is down. Yeah, I won't go. <laughs> Sean's on lockdown mode. Nah, man. Next week. Well, then he had just asked for the Pavone Bros anyway, so. Yeah. No, Paula runs a tight ship here. But Joel, let's go, man. We'll take him out. <laughs> Show him around the city. Uh, he'll be here for the Martin Luther King Day game, so it should be fun. But man, <gasps> yo, Tariq took me. Show <laughs> 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 me nothing, no rebuttal or nothing. Yo, Tariq took me out to a few spots in Miami. Really, really good time. Right after the game. So, so you're going to take him out to a few spots up here? Yeah, I got, him, I got it. Down. Yeah, I know, right? He's gonna be like, <laughs> I gotta show him how. The fuck is this way? This fucking four degrees outside. How completely way. different it anywhere. is up here compared well, to Miami. walking so much. Yeah, so we'll do our best. Why is it so windy? I don't see the ocean. Why is it midnight <laughs> and the bar's closed? <laughs> we just got here. Why is the lights coming on right now? Uh, <laughs> why, why thing. is the train stopping? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mean I have to call an Uber at 1130 at night? The bar still open, the train stops. Why does that make any sense? Got a question. Man, he's got a question. Where are the people? Yo, yo, hype Where? up Boston, guys. But I, I did tell him that summertime's the best time to go. But we'll, we'll no, do our best. Don't hype up Boston. We'll do our best. No summertime is pretty good though. Summertime is the best. Boston's yeah, the best great. Time. Boston's great for a lot of things. Nightlife. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not necessarily nightlife, but we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll go to some spots. Okay. Yeah, in the daytime. <laughs> Duck boats. There you go. <laughs> it's Charles. Like, yeah, the, the aquarium. Yeah, yeah. yeah daytime, daytime shifters really, too. I'm really just shitting on it because I'm not gonna go. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. Get your permission slip in, man. Let's do it. Nah, Come through. Man. Monday. You know I can't do Mondays, man. <laughs> what do you mean? It's a holiday. You know, you get the day uh, off. No, it's my, this is my big work week, man. It's my big work week. Yo, we might oh, be, yo, shit, yo, actually, we might be snowed, be snowed in, bro. In. <laughs> There's a blizzard coming, bro. Yo, we're talking about at least a, get an early flight. Yo, a, we're talking about a foot of snow. We're not gonna get snowed in. It's a foot of snow. It's a foot of snow. But you got a fucking snowblower? Could we be more, bro. A single inch of snow all year. We're gonna get a foot there. Oh, God! <laughs> Relax. Sean's really gonna get the grill popping. Relax. Oh, yes. You think I'm joking? You know what a foot of snow is good for? To put your beer on. Right there. Sits perfectly. Boom. Frozen. Nice nice tea. It's also good to fuck up your day. So, it may fuck up your day. Not gonna fuck up my day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna be balling up in the snow. (laughs) Give two fucks about the goddamn snow. Oh yeah, it's all fun and games until you take that one shot and the snow just like curls up on the ball. Remember back in the day? (laughs) Oh Oh, man, your your ball is just soaked. Done. It's a wrap. All right, guys, we're up out of here. <laughs> on that note, until next episode, at Causeway Street on all social media platforms. I didn't mean to do that. And, of course, tweet at us, at Causeway Street, Hell on yeah. Twitter especially. Hell, yeah. Shout out to all the loyal listeners. We appreciate that. Yeah. Except stop commenting stupid things. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's aggressive. That's aggressive. All right. I'm just kidding. It's not stupid. (laughs) All right. We out. Bye. Hello, I'm Dan Lothian, host of the Behind the Media podcast on the CLNS Media Network. Along with Jimmy Young, we dive into the biggest media headlines each week with honest, informed, and sometimes irreverent perspectives. It's not all serious. We deliver information and entertainment. As we like to say on Behind the Media, we find the interesting in media so you don't have to go searching for it. Listen to our podcast and get prepped for the next trip to the water cooler. Subscribe to Behind the Media wherever you get your podcasts or find us on www.clnsmedia.com.